what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of through the process and so uh last week we didn't miss it uh, and i apologize for that uh we had some more issues with our computer but we got it fixed and it should be good to go but um so hope everybody's having a great year so far it's been amazing so far for us it's been pretty cool and i believe that it's gonna be great for you guys as well today we are talking about something that is a pretty big deal uh it's not necessarily this is not a downer episode i promise this is not a um what it wants from you episode this is uh, the episode we're going to talk about accountability and so we're actually going to start getting into some actual practical steps we can take uh, that will help us out and so accountability is such a big thing and we are just going to jump right in so when it comes to accountability, the one of the coolest things I can think of, or not, uh, not really cool, it's the best example that I can think of, or just start with the definition. Accountability is making sure, in this case, I'd spark notes. Accountability is making sure that you're doing what you're supposed, what you said you would do. That's it. Making sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Making sure you are being responsible. Making sure you are checking in to make sure hey you said that hey you want to i don't know exercise every third day well accountability is someone checking in saying hey did you exercise this day and then the flip side of accountability is it's a massive two-way street and it's almost like the one of the best ways i would probably describe accountability is it's almost like a marriage like legit it's almost like a 100 marriage and so Two of the people that enter into accountability, you're essentially entering into a covenant. Um, and so and it's like this one, both both the parties agree to participate in accountability. One of them is saying, hey, I need you to hold me accountable. And the other is saying, I commit to holding you accountable. Um, and so it's a two way street. And so like something else you have to understand, too, you have to set expectations. I have never found a proper accountability partner. And it's not, I don't think it's, it was because of anything malicious that anyone was thinking or anything like that. People get busy. I mean, 100%. And so when it comes to accountability, you, you have to really sit down and think about it. And say, all right. So if someone says, yeah, I will be your accountability partner, then you say, okay, because a conversation has to be had between the two of you. The question from them is when you say you want me to hold you accountable, what is it that you are meaning by that? And it's not a my truth type thing. It's a so what are your expectations when it comes to accountability? The most important thing is to set expectations. Everyone has a different view of it. Some people, when it comes to accountability, the expectation is, hey, I just really need you to check in on me once a month. That's it. And what you're essentially asking is, hey, I need you to commit to taking out time in your life once a month to check on me and ask me tough questions. Or I had someone that actually um, I had, he's a I, I still consider him a great friend. I met him in St. Louis. Um, he was talking to me. He's like, yeah, I need accountability. I need a mentor. I need a big brother. And I was like, OK, cool. What does that mean? He goes, here's my phone. You can look through it whenever you want. You just walk over. You pick it up. I'll give you the password, the whole nine yards. And I was like, oh, my gosh, because I need accountability. And I knew what he was saying in that moment. And here's where I failed, because whereas I was thinking, hey, you know what? He wants accountability. I'm going to hold him accountable. I'm going to do it. What I was thinking was, OK, I'll just give it a few minutes, few weeks, let him think I forgot and then check. 
Well, what happened was I forgot. I forgot. He forgot. We both forgot, and it, accountability was not had. And he he got he kind of got into some some nonsensical things, not necessarily anything that was like career ending, but like just some stuff that I probably could have helped him avoid had I legitimately committed and understood what I was committing to when it came to accountability. Uh, the best thing you can do when it comes to someone asking you to hold them accountable is to say. I don't know that I can do that to the capacity that you're wanting or say, I don't know that I can. I don't know that I could devote that time. Be realistic about it. Why? Because here's what's happening. Here's what happens. People that deal with pornography. A one or any addiction for that matter, but I'm really zeroing on the pornography addiction. People that deal with that. A big issue of it is the fear of rejection. They go, they keep running back to porn because porn doesn't reject them. And those of you that are struggling with this, you understand what I'm saying. And so the best thing you can do when it comes to someone asking you to hold them accountable is to say, you know what? I, I would love to, I don't know that I can do it effectively or say, I can do that. This is what I'm available to do. This is how I can hold you accountable. And then that's when you start getting into these expectations. What does that mean? This is what it means. So if the expectation is, hey, I want you to check in on me every week, that was the request. The response to the person that says, I can't hold you accountable says, okay, I can't do every week, but I guarantee you this, I will check on you at least twice a month. Okay. Are we talking phone call? Are we talking text message? Are we talking a uh, conversation passing a hallway? Well, what works best for you? Well, I would prefer a phone call. Well, actually... I think it's be cool if we just meet face to face. And then so it's a give and take. It is a dance. It's not necessarily trying to know it kind of almost sounds like, well, I need to cater to the person that that wants the accountability. Not necessarily. You don't need to care to that person. But what you need to do is you guys have to have realistic expectations of what it is you're looking for. Otherwise, what will happen? And again, I tell you, it's, I don't think it's malicious. The person that is needing to hold someone accountable forgets, gets busy gets into their life because again when someone is asking you to hold them accountable you're asking when somebody when you're asking someone to hold you accountable you are asking them to hey make me a part of your life um and so again like i said you have to have a serious conversation you have to have a serious meaning about it and if you are the one that's needing accountability uh guess what you have to be serious about that too it's not going to be a oh well Okay, hold me accountable. And then when they ask you that question, you get defensive. Because here's the thing. When you're dealing with pornography, pornography tells you not to trust anybody. Pornography tells you no one can be trusted. It tells you you're, you should be shameful. Um, you're condemned. You're the worst person in the world. You're dirty. You're disgusting, which means you're going to keep your mouth quiet, which means you're not going to say anything and you're not going to want to share anything with anybody. And because it's making you feel that way, guess what? You're going to come off defensive. You're always going to be ready for someone to bring something negative. And sometimes that's just your personality. But when you struggle with something like this, it magnifies it. It magnifies that negative thing about your personality when it come when it pertains to um you being held accountable. So we call it a lot of things. I've heard some people call it, um, who has your red pin. I've heard some people say who's can jack your jaw, but like when you ask someone to hold you accountable, you are saying a couple things. You're saying one, I already told you earlier, make me a part of your life. Number two, you're saying I'm going to be transparent. 
I I am going I'm going to be truthful to you. I am not going to lie to you. Um, I'm going to um, listen. Come rain or shine, if I mess up, if I make a mistake, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to tell you. And here's the thing about it. When you ask someone to hold you accountable, when you are saying, hey, I will be transparent with you. If you ask me that question, I'll be real with you. You're saying I'm going to take responsibility for what I am doing and for what I am struggling with. I am going to own it. Now, here's the flip side of that. The flip side of that is this. The person that is holding you accountable. And again, I told you it goes back to trust. You have to trust that they actually have your best interests at heart. Here's the thing, man. Just because everyone looks like they would be the best accountability partner doesn't mean everyone is going to be the best accountability partner. The best accountability partner is someone that deeply cares about you. What do I mean by that? I mean that they care about you. They say, hey, I see the best in you. I want the best out of you. I want to pull everything I can out of you. I want to see you go to the next level. I want to see you go to new heights. Not someone that says, oh, yeah, you're a cool guy. Awesome. I guess we can be friends. Oh, yeah, I can hold you accountable. Yada, yada, yada. Because what happens is this. One or two things happen. Number one. The response for the person that's flippantly agreeing to holding someone accountable, which means they don't understand the gravity of what they've been asked to do, the response of what their, their response is going to be one of two ways. First, it's going to be, oh, man, OK, you messed up. It's good. You can get through this. Um, praying for you, man. All right. Well, hey, you want to get lunch? Second response is, bro, what is wrong with you? Like, seriously, do you really like why are you doing this? You are not a great guy. Like you need to, you seriously need some help, man. Maybe go find some therapy or something. One is flip it. One is from a place of adding to the shame and condemnation. Here is where a true accountability person comes into play. And here's how, you know, you found that happy medium. The response is this. Did you make a mistake? Did you, did you look at something like, if I look at your phone right now, whether it be history, well, probably not because you probably erased it because you know I was going to ask you or you're going to be afraid I was going to ask you. So how are you doing? And your response would be, you know what? I'm doing good. And they look at you and they were like, OK, well, are you lying to me? Because here's the thing. Initially, when that when that dance starts, the, the accountability dance, when that starts, there are going to be moments where you're going to lie to your accountability partner because, again, you're trying to fill them out and you're just you're shameful and you're untrusting. And here's the thing. You have to be serious about it because that grace that they're going to give you is only going to go so far because the response is going to be, I feel like you're lying to me right now. Yes, I am lying. Okay, so number one, why did you feel like you had to lie to me? I care about you. I told you I want to hold you accountable. I want you to get through this. I want you to get free from this. And then you have to explain why you why you, and just be honest and transparent about it, because that will help them figure out how they can hold you accountable and how and how it can shape their approach. And again, like I said, yes, there are people. Have, everybody has a different length of fuses. I mean, there's grace of people. I mean, they're not God. We understand that their grace will run out. It does happen like legit. It happens. But what that conversation continues to look like is, all right, so you made a mistake. Okay, so tell me what happened. Well, I stayed up late. Okay, why'd you stay up late? Because I was bored and I just felt like I just wanted to watch a quick TV show. Okay, is staying up late an issue for you? Yes. So why did you not think to go to bed? I felt I, I, I just felt like I could. Okay. 
truthfully, did you want to stay awake? And did you know that this was a temptation that could have happened? Yes. Okay. So you made a conscious decision to put yourself in a position to make a mistake, to fall short. You did that, correct? Yes. Okay. My next question is this. Are you serious about wanting to get free? Because I'm serious about wanting to make sure you stay free. Well, I am. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. My recommendation to you is that you go to bed at, I don't know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever time is not late, whatever time is not your trigger hour. And so that's, and it's, hey, now here's the thing. I'm trusting, and here's the person holding you accountable. It's a two-way street. Remember, it's like a marriage. I am trusting that you're going to take my recommendation to heart, take it serious. I'm not going to call you at 10 o'clock to see if you're awake. I'm not because I'm going to be asleep. I'm going to trust that you legitimately are going to take this serious. All right. And then the response is, okay. And then you, you move on from there. You pray, you do whatever you need to do. Or if it's, hey, I was alone, had my phone or whatever, whatnot. And then the response is, okay, is your phone the issue or is it you being alone the issue? Because you're going to be alone again and you're always going to have a phone. Okay, well, if it's the phone, let's get some some software on that phone. Let's put some covenant eyes on that phone. Let's put some um, uh, brain buddy on that phone, whatever it is. Let's put let's get some stuff on that phone. Um, you can put me on there uh, so I can get alerts. It's fine. I probably am not going to check them every single week. I'm probably not going to check them every single day, um, but legit. I mean, if you have them coming to me, I will glance at them every now and again, but I'm probably more so going to ask you. It goes back to setting those expectations. Um, I actually had someone I I had covenant eyes on my cell phone a long time ago. And let me tell you, I did not take that serious. I figured some stuff out because I had two people that were holding me accountable all the time and I had both of them getting emails about my reports and stuff. One of them would legitimately ask me about it. And when I tell you it jumps back into that not trusting and that whole shameful thing and all that crap and that pride wells up. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I don't know what that is. That was crazy. Or, yeah, this is crazy. This was this this was that. And some of that stuff legitimately was not me looking at anything. It was just some random pop ups that popped up. But I stopped responding to his text messages. And then what would happen is I would start doing stuff to where it would say incomplete information. And then it told him, okay, he's not taking this serious. He wants a babysitter. I ain't going to babysit him. Then have a conversation. And I was also immature at the moment. I had another guy that was also doing it and he would, he was checking them. He was saying, Hey man, great job. Looked good. Hey man, great job. Looked good. And then he got busy. And then I stopped responding to him. Saw the same thing. Said he wasn't being serious about it. So, again, accountability is a two-way street. So, something else. Uh, so, like like I said, it's not babysitting. Uh, so, some misconceptions about accountability. Some people think, okay, so if such and such is going to hold me accountable, that means that they are going to babysit me, essentially. That's not what that means. No one's babysitting you. If you're looking for a babysitter, then find your mom. You know what I'm saying? Find your parents or something. That's not what accountability is. Accountability is saying, hey, I see what you're going through. I'm going to help you walk through this. Now, accountability should evolve. At some point, it can start out with, hey, we're going to do weekly check-ins. 
check-ins every other week. I'm going to ask you face-to-face. Then there should be a point when you're growing out of your addiction, when you're making positive strides, when you're taking steps of freedom, you are living your best life, you are you're you're, you're relapsing a lot less or at, or none at least. You know what I'm saying? So like, and that's a point. And, and then you get from, hey, I made a mistake. I looked at something too. Hey, I made a mistake. I thought about this. Hey, I caught that, but I ran back to my scriptures. I ran back to my medication, medication being scriptures. And so it, it it's a thing where it's like you should evolve. It should go from, hey, have you looked at anything to, hey, how are you making sure you're staying, you're staying pure? How are you making sure that you're not falling in those traps? What are you, what have you been doing? Have you been holding that standard? And have you been, have you been playing with your triggers? And then there's that honesty because you've done this for so long, that trust is built, that bond is built, that transparency is there to where you can say, truthfully, I've done this, this, this. Um, I did have like a week or so where it went by and I I was kind of playing with that line, but it wasn't intentionally. It was just late getting home from work or it was kind of playing the line. We were trying to get the house ready for some stuff like that's just you being accountable. That's that. That's not you. That's that is not, if you are thinking, man, that that means somebody is babysitting me. That's not it at all. They're not babysitting you. They are not babysitting you. Truthfully, what is happening is they are just keeping you accountable. They're checking in on you. They care about you. So don't think that if you're thinking someone's babysitting you when it comes to accountability, Check yourself. Check your pride. That's that. That's that addiction screaming at you, saying, "Hey, man, that's that shame." All that saying, you don't need. You're not worthy. Don't fall into that trap. You hear me? Do not fall into that trap. It's not worth it, man. So another thing is, um, you you have to want it if you're wanting to beat someone to hold you accountable. Um, you have to really want to be held accountable. Like I told you some examples of mine earlier, I would just wasn't taking some stuff serious. <laughs> I mean, guys, I, I can't say it any clearer. Like there's a point. I, I, I know people say sin is fun. If you're not doing it right, you ain't do it. If you're not having fun while you're sinning, you ain't doing it right. There's a point with this addiction where it's not fun. Truthfully, I don't think it ever was fun. I, I, I think that the first time you look at it, you're like, man, I should have done that. You feel shameful. You'll feel like you just robbed a bank and everyone sees it. And you feel like you're walking around naked outside and everyone's watching you. I truthfully don't think this thing has ever been fun. And so. But there's a point when you come when you're dealing with this addiction where you're like, man, this just isn't fun anymore. And you have to get serious about it. Like we said, there's a rock bottom that some people hit and God forbid you hit rock bottom. Hopefully you never hit rock bottom and you catch it before you get that far. Um, and before you really start getting some crazy stuff, and we'll talk about some of that stuff later on. But um, you have to want it. At some point you have to be like, okay, I truly need accountability. And how do you know if you need accountability? You all do need accountability. There's an answer to that question. How do you know if you need accountability? We all do. All of us need accountability. And so, like I said, you have to really want it. And it, again, just remember, it's as much work for you as it is for them. And so, I mean, there's not really much more I can say about it. I mean, there, this is a, the one of the scriptures in the Bible. It says iron sharpens iron and porn wants to keep you isolated and alone. 
and accountability brings people around you. And it's okay to have multiple accountability partners. That's fine. That's totally fine. Um, but again, you have to really choose your accountability partner wisely. It can't just be anybody. You wouldn't go see any doctor. You wouldn't let anybody lay hands on you. You wouldn't let anybody give you advice. I mean, why would you let anyone? Why would you trust anyone just to make sure that you don't mess up your future? So what I would recommend you do and learn this lesson from me is really sit down and be serious about if you truly are at a place where you desire accountability because you have to want it. You can't just you can't just do it because like that's the best thing to do. No, it don't work that way. Um, it just it just doesn't work that way. It would be like going to counseling because it sounds good and because someone suggested it, but going and not being ready for it. Because if you if you go and you're not ready for it, you're going to waste money and time. It may be helpful for a season, but you're going to waste money and time. And so you need to sit down, figure out, hey, what do I want out of an accountability partner? And actually sit down and think about it. What do I want? And be prepared for them to come back. Because again, it's a covenant. It's like a contract. There's going to be give and take. But be prepared for them to say, I'm not ready to do this. I can't do this. And do not, for the love of everything that is holy and just. If you are a male, do not get a female accountability partner. And if you're female, don't get a male accountability partner. That's just weird. It is. Especially if you're dealing with this pornography thing, man. Just just don't. <laughs> that makes zero sense. That's just like setting yourself up for failure. Um, fi- and what you need to do is when you when it looks for accountability, you need to find someone that's conquered this thing. Conquered this thing. Not someone that's also struggling with it too because then you're just companions in the muck. No, you need someone that has succeeded at beating this thing to be your accountability partner. Okay, so step one, sit down, pray about it, figure out what it is you want out of an accountability partner. You got that? Sub, sub step one, don't pick someone of the opposite gender. If you're a male, don't pick a female. If you're a female, don't pick a male. Okay, number two, step two. It's got to be somebody that has already conquered this thing. I cannot stress that enough. If you're both struggling with it, you're just companions. You're just friends. You're just acquaintances that are going through the same thing. You're soldiers. You're side by side. People follow the generals in an army. So great example. Um, Civil War time. I love Civil War. During the Civil War, every general that led the Civil War, General Lee, General Johnston, General Jackson, General Chamberlain, all of them, they became generals after they stood the test, after they proved that they could conquer it, after they proved their prowess in battle, after they proved their bravery. That's when people followed them, after it was proven. It is the same thing with this addiction. You can't find anybody to be your accountability partner that has not conquered it. Okay. And step three, sit down and have real expectations, a real conversation about what both of you guys are expecting. Guys, is this, if you find this and if you get this, you get this, it's going to take time. Okay. So don't just rush into anything, but it'll change your life. Guys, I believe in you. God believes in you. Jesus believes in you. I want to read this scripture to you and I'll leave you at that. 
It's Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. You know it. We read it all the time. Really, really read it with me, okay? It says, Stand fast, stand strong, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Guys, you are free. Remember, it's a process. You've taken steps to freedom. You got this. I'll see you guys next week. I love you. And you have a great week. Was the death of death in my victory?